Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Jen. Brian Noonan in for Rowan. Anna, 5 o'clock, we'll have the top five of five. Of course, then the Canarble Wagon and live music after six. But right now, we are happy to welcome into the studio Elizabeth Alfano. You've heard Elizabeth here on WGN. You've heard her on Rose Show before. You see her all over. She is a, uh, a health plant-based Expert, a lifestyle expert. Would that be right? How would That'll you? That'll work. That'll that work. A lot of yeah. titles. A, a, a <laughs> podcast, uh, podcaster. You've you've got it all. You've got everything. Well, you know, we all have to kind of do lots of things in right. today's world. But yeah, I have a podcast right here on WGN Radio, Awesome Vegans, and then I do a lot of speaking at food fests and summits and radio stations actually across the nation on plant-based lifestyle, food, diet, etc. And uh, forgive me, were you always into the plant-based lifestyle? Lifestyle was, or is this something that you came to uh, at a certain point in your life where you just went, yeah, I've, I've done some research and this is the way to go? Yeah, you know, this is a great question. I have a, a story I think most people can relate to. I grew up in Chicago, so I eat beet and potatoes sure, like everybody else. Lots and lots of meat, actually. Um, but I never felt great about it. First of all, I never felt great physically. You know, I would have a burger and I'd be like, why? Why did I do, you do it? Yeah, that fe- I, I've had that feeling you know a that couple feeling? times, sure. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I had seen the videos of factory farming, and I, you know, I'm an animal lover. Who isn't, you know? And right. I just thought, I know something's going on here, and I'm not paying attention to it. So, but I didn't know how. I mean, what? It's everywhere. What do sure. you do? What? I just didn't know how. And I'd been thinking to myself, well, how can I figure this out? And then my nephew went to the University of Oregon, and he's an athlete. Okay. And he came home the first semester f- around Thanksgiving, and he said, no meat, no dairy. My coach told me no. Really? And I was like, oh, that's what I've been waiting for. You had permission. Right. Someone in authority said, if you want to be a top athlete at the University of Oregon, no meat, no dairy. And, and doesn't like, that kind well, of go against... The old thinking was, and we'll get into that when we talk about a, a new film that's coming out, that protein protein comes from meat. If you want to be an athlete, you're going to have a steak you know, for training. That'll give you the protein, the energy that you need. Yeah, okay. So I don't want to be irreverent because we all grew up eating meat. Sure. And most people don't go from zero to 100 in one day. Exactly. I certainly didn't. It's about transition. It's about, hey, do what makes you feel good, work in more vegetables. But actually, if you think about those animals that you eat, they all got their protein from eating plants. Huh. They good point. Grass, All right, they... good point. <laughs> so, you know, you think of the That's ox, true. you think of the giraffe, you think of the rhino, you think of the gorilla. I mean, these things all... See, I only eat there. meat that has been fed other meat. That's I go to a special place. You're eating lions? I'm eating lions. I eat nothing but carnivores. Nothing but carnivores. That's my whole diet. So so your nephew comes home, and he tells you that, listen, the coach is saying that this is how it's going to be. And now you're thinking, okay, maybe this this might be a road. I want to travel down. Yes. How do you make that jump and... As you said, it can't be, you know, one day you don't go from, I had a hot dog for lunch yesterday, and tomorrow I'm eating nothing meat-based. No, that's crazy, because nothing in life is all or nothing like that, you know? And if anyone's read the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, it talks about reducing meat. So you don't have to go to zero to 100. I will say that it took me a year to transition, and I felt so great that I've never gone back. And I thought, oh, this might be a short-term thing for me. But the first time I had cheese pizza, I was so sick again that I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not doing this. Okay, and so you you gave up dairy, everything. So now you're a vegan, so that's yes. a, that's a different. Yeah, that's meat a, and dairy. a more uh, 
extreme move than just because most do most people start out as a vegetarian and then they move into vegan is that how it works because or do some people just go i'm going all in so i i know what you're thinking you think well meat's the big culprit but actually more people get sick from dairy than right. anything so a lot of people particularly people of color according to the national institutes of health are lactose intolerant okay. so a lot of people have trouble with dairy just to right off the bat yeah and then of course meat gives you so many health issues you right. know colorectal cancer heart disease these things that uh are tricky for us as a nation with right. heart disease being the number one killer that meat kind of gets the spotlight but you know, plant-based milks are 15% of the market share for a reason, because people want alternatives. Well, I wanted to ask you about that, because, you know, I'm old enough to remember when, if somebody was a vegetarian, they were kind of an outlier. You didn't, you'd meet them and you'd go, what's up with you? You're, you know, dirty hippie. And now, <laughs> as you mentioned, the market share for plant-based stuff is on the rise. Everywhere you go, even fast food, whether it's, I mentioned White Castle, my daughter flipped out seeing the, the uh, impossible sliders there. To whoppers, you know the. So it's everywhere now. What is it? Just that finally people are paying attention. Is it that the education is more uh, mainstream? What do you think is the pop, the reason for the rise in all this? I think the reason for the rise is the most American of reasons, and Money? that is no oh. close though. <laughs> the technology is there, yeah. and America is out in front in innovation, and you're having things like the Impossible Work Bur Impossible Whopper, which I had yesterday at Burger King, yeah. by the way, is pretty fly. I'll tell is you, it? It was, oh, it's awesome. Okay, it's pretty fly. Yeah. So you know, you're having this kind of Beyond Meat technology and all these plant-based milks that are coming out, plant-based cheeses. Um, Light Life, I like to recognize the hometown, sure. sweetie. So Light Life, which is headquartered here in Chicago, they've got incredible broths. They've got beer-infused broths that are so good. So you see this kind of technology coming down yeah. the pipeline just in the nick of time. Again, if you're reading the Intergovernmental Panel Climate Change Report, uh, you know, people are realizing I've got options and it tastes the same. So why wouldn't I do it for my health and the planet? All right. So this is a question I always have uh, about... Uh, plant-based stuff. I understand people n either not wanting to eat meat and dairy or for health reasons or whatever reason, but then it always seems to me that people will say, we've made this, and it tastes just like meat. Well, okay, and we were talking about this before, and Kim said, well, she doesn't like meat in general, so why would she want plant-based food that tastes like meat? If we're trying to get away from meat and stuff, why do we why do we cling to it? It's like, all right, I can't I can't have beer, but I'll drink near beer because I still kind of it's I still want beer, but I know I can't have it, so I still want a steak, but. Uh. Well, okay. So first of all, those products they're just not for me. Right. You know what I mean? They don't have me in mind. They okay. have you in mind, Brian. Ah, they have you. So okay. you're really in fact the flexitarian market. So the people who Explain are Explain what that is. They're meat eaters and they've decided that they're going to cut back on meat and work in more vegetables. Okay. So that sounds doable. Yes. Um headquartered here again in Chicago, the innovation department of the Good Food Institute says that 32% of all meat eaters are cutting back on meat and consider themselves now flexitarian. Okay. People who work in more veggies, yeah. they work in more plant-based options. Those products, Beyond Meat and Impossible ah. Foods, that's who they're going for. Okay. The flexitarian. Okay. Because that person is really open-minded about the options, and sure. they're thrilled for the health benefits, and they know that there's some connection to the environment, and they're all in. This may be a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it because that's my stock and trade, dumb questions. We seem when we t talk about meat, we talk a lot about beef. Mm. 
but all meats are all meats are kind of in the same whether it's chicken or pork or fish that's all yes. kind of in the same health health and climate bowl right well, for sure so Let's get into some statistics here. For sure, cows are the most egregious in terms of climate change because of what they emit. Sure. But all animals are offenders, if you will, to climate change because, try to wrap your mind around this statistic, we grow all of this grain, corn, wheat, soy, do we give it to people? No, we give it to animals, right. and they are very inefficient machines. So this is the best statistic you're going to get, according to the World Resources Institute. You give nine calories of grain to a chicken, you get one calorie back. No businessman in his right That's mind good would investment. go for that. And much worse for cows. They're wildly inefficient, and same <laughs> for pigs. So, you know, what you could do if you didn't give that grain to the animals and you fed it to people, you'd have a lot of extra land. And what you could do with that land is either make more money for farmers or replant more trees, again, mitigating the climate change effect. So just the factory farming and animal farming just isn't is it served us well yeah. when we did it it doesn't serve us anymore as we go from a planet of 7.7 billion people to 10 billion people but we still have the same amount of land right. at our disposal it just doesn't work all right now let's talk about veggie fest because if if people are curious and, and they're listening to you or they go to elizabethalfano.com and they're they're learning all about the things that you're you're talking about they're like all right Maybe I'm, maybe I am a vegan. Maybe I'm a vegetarian. Maybe I'm a flexitarian. Maybe I'm none of the above, but I'm like, oh, I don't mind a salad. You're gonna, you want to go to Veggie Fest, uh, Veggie Fest Chicago. Tell us what happens this weekend in Lyle. Okay, so you're not gonna believe it. 40,000 people descend on Lyle in I, the next two days. I saw the, I, as I was looking it up for the other day, uh, I saw the footage from last year and I was like, boy, that's a lot of people who want to eat plant-based food. Yeah, it's incredible. So many people interested for their health, and of course they've been around for 10 plus years, right. so they've got the momentum going their way. There's some incredible speakers. In fact, John Sally, whom I love, he's been on my podcast, Awesome Vegans. He's four-time NBA champion, yes. Detroit Pistons, Chicago Yeah, Bulls, we remember Lakers. John Sally. Sure <laughs> yeah, he's vegan. He's really? a diehard vegan. Oh, and I really recommend if you like basketball and John Sally, go to that podcast. He has a wonderful point. Everyone asks about where do you get your protein? Where do you get your protein? Of yeah. course, you get it from grains and vegetables and uh, beans and stuff. But he says that's the totally wrong question. Now he's six foot seven, yeah. and he says you got to figure out where do you get your fiber. Oh. If you don't know where you get your fiber, you're looking at a life of disease. So All right. it's uh, anyways. John Sally's a speaker at Veggie. Fest. I'm going to be there cooking both on Saturday and on really? Sunday. Really? Very 2:30. nice. What will yes. you be? Can you tell us what you're cooking, or is I it sure a big? Can. Is it a surprise? I sure can. So for those of you who are really thinking, like, okay, I got to get this body into shape, I am making no sugar, no flour, no oil or butter, coconut, pumpkin, banana muffins. Super good. So that's it on Saturday. It's a, it sounds good, but then I'm thinking all the things that you mentioned that you don't put in there seem to be what uh, creates the flavors but so, there's got to be some some tricks some secrets yes well banana and pumpkin together yeah. form what i need and then i add raisins okay. and coconuts and uh, nice. some date syrup and stuff so, so and raw oats is a really tasty but yeah. doesn't have any of the stuff you're trying to cut out if okay. you happen to be watching your weight uh, and then on sunday i'm going to make some summer salads and my favorite breakfast dish 
ever. Really? Yes. What is that? Well, all right. Now, hold on to your bootstraps, because <laughs> I think you're going to hear this, and you're going to say, oh, no, Elizabeth, I wouldn't do it. But I'm just saying, just remain open-minded. I try to stay open-minded okay, as much as possible. At least outwardly. Inwardly, <laughs> I'm all shut down. But outwardly, I seem very accepting. <laughs> well, I love this about you. So my breakfast bowl, and I have it six out of seven days every day a week, <laughs> I take tofu, I take hemp seeds, which are so good for you, giving you your omega-3s and omega-6s, and they're really easy. You don't have to grind them. Just throw them in. Raw oats, fruit, and some date syrup, and I mix it up, okay. and it's a breakfast bowl, and it's 19 to 20 grams of protein. Starts me out in the day, and I'm super happy. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've, yeah. n- I've never had tofu. I'm just going to say yes, girl. Wow. Oh, Jen yes. DeSalvo jumping in. You like Hi, that? Jen. Are you, uh, are you plant-based, Jen? I try as much as I can because I reluctantly eat meat. I just don't feel like there's enough protein sources for me to get in the protein that I need as an athlete, so I still eat chicken and turkey, but I do as many beyond and impossible possible meats as I, I can. Well, we're going to talk about something that will set you straight, Jen. You may be mistaken about not getting enough proteins to be a top oh. athlete, because Jen is an endurance or a long distance, ultra marathoner, is that what yeah. you are? Ultra marathoner, uh, that is it, yeah. She's our ultimate flexitarian. She, she, could be, she is <laughs> the one. Uh, VeggieFestChicago.com is where you can get all the information about VeggieFest. It's tomorrow and Sunday. It's at Donata South Park, which is at 2701 Navistar Circle in Lyle. Uh, you can go. There's speakers. There's food samplings. Elizabeth is going to be there cooking up muffins and breakfast bowls and all sorts of things. Uh, but let's let's turn since Jen brought this up, since she is an athlete, and she said to her, uh, you know, I gotta I gotta eat meat to get the protein. There is a new film coming out that debuted at Sundance that is getting a lot of uh, a lot of attention. It's executive produced by some names that people might know: James Cameron, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Jackie Chan. Yeah. And it is called The Game Changers. Yes. And I'll let you explain the premise of this because I watched the trailer. And I was shocked, quite frankly. And uh, before I tell everyone, when you were shocked, like, this isn't happening? Or well, no, I was shocked. Associated? No, 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 not that those names were associated. The fact that what they were talking about seemed to go against, again, I was I a product of my environment. This is how I was brought up. And athletes always talked about, you've got to eat more protein. You've got to eat more steak. Uh, and protein comes from meat. And we didn't take the extra step that you pointed out before, well, all that protein was eating grains and grasses and plants before you just thought that was the conventional wisdom and so this film the game changers kind of turns all that upside down it's an amazing film so it looks at all these plant-based athletes that are breaking records like the tennessee titans the entire defense line yeah that was amazing they're vegan right and they had one of their best seasons ever yeah they said 14 14 uh people on the team went plant-based and then they killed it yeah. So, uh, great season for them. Uh, Olympic cyclist Dotsie Bausch, strongman Patrick Baboumian, James Wilkes, who's really the lead character. He's a martial arts guy, and he yeah. trains the Army, government, military f- to do martial arts training. So, he looked into it when he got injured about how he could best recover, and he found that at the time of the Gladiators, all the official real fighters were plant-based. Okay. They were vegetarian, if not 100% vegan, and that's what made the strongest 
strongest fighters. And he thought, well, wait a minute. All these years I've been coached that I need to eat yeah. meat. And he found out in working with doctors and other athletes that actually meat was causing erectile dysfunction and ultimately cardiac arrest, which we know about this, right? We know right. that it can clog arteries and make it hard for blood to flow. So he really worked with the doctors to break that myth. And ultimately the goal, I think, is to free men specifically yeah. who are caught in this myth that it's not manly unless you're eating meat. And ultimately that meat is actually making them less manly. Well, and the, the people that are featured in there are there's no question, you know, it's not like, well, this guy. It's, it's all these, all these stories. I mean, to the point where there was a firefighter who, within a month, I think it was, his cholesterol dropped about a hundred points. Yes. There was a, there's a lot of things that make you go, okay, maybe I'm not ready to make the, the vegan jump. But, cutting back, there, there's nothing wrong with cutting back a little here and there. That's and right. making a little change. That's right. And, Ultimately, what I loved about the film, and it's, it's, it's just cut so well and it's edited so well. So you, it's a documentary, but you've got this great storyline. So it's very engaging. But, you know, a lot of people think vegan is probably for women. Oh, and how sweet women love animals and all this kind of stuff, right? <laughs> really, my heart goes out to the men who've been basically tricked. No. You know, and you're, it's your heart health on the line. So this is a myth that maybe men don't have to succumb to anymore. And that Jeff, you know, change our dinner plans. <laughs> we're not going to uh, we're not going to the Brazilian steakhouse anymore. <laughs> well, they've got I've vegetarian got... sides, don't they? Yeah, what's the point? Okay, <laughs> fair enough. But then you got to see the game changers. So yes. let me give a shout out to Please that. Please do. It's one day only across the United States, 7:30 p.m. on September 16th. Okay, that's a Monday. I think they were trying to sell this film to Netflix and. They, they got an offer, but they didn't get the money they wanted. Oh, so this like, is oh, a perfect fit for Netflix. Yeah, it's a perfect fit for Netflix. But I think they feel like, hey, hey, hold on now. We can do better. So they are selling out the theaters themselves. Nice. And September 16th in Chicago, it's a, at least three theaters, Webster and one on Diversity and Western and, and the AM. 21 AMC 21 right down here okay. on Ohio. So uh, 7:30 September 16th, and at the very least, watch the trailer. Yeah, go to everybody. YouTube and watch the trailer for the Game Changers. It will it'll at least get you thinking. And I think in the in the long run, that's all you can hope for for a lot of people. Is just give it some thought and see what happens. Give them an option. Again, yeah. I just feel bad for the men stuck. Like, gosh, I guess I have to put my health at risk because that's what men do. Sure. And this movie is supposed to open that up. Listen, if a slab of ribs kills me, eh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, Veggie Fest Chicago. That's where you can see Elizabeth Alfano up close, but you can hear her everywhere and see her on TV. You can hear her right here on WGN. Uh, amazing Vegans, that's the name of the podcast. Awesome, awesome Vegans. Vegans. Ah, well, Awesome, Amazing. Either one is good. Uh, but Awesome Vegans. Wait, well, that was right. Awesome yes, Vegans. Right, yeah, yeah, it's Awesome Vegans right here at WGNRadio.com. ElizabethAlfano.com is where you can find out everything about her. And go to VeggieFestChicago.com if you're in the Lyle area and you want to join some of the 40,000 people who are going to be celebrating plant-based diets and uh, getting all sorts of information. That is at Donata South Park tomorrow and Sunday. It's fine. good to finally meet you. Yes, it's I been, know. It's been know? too long. It is. Well, they keep me. I'm like the crazy relative that they keep uh, upstairs. They don't really let me out when must, mostly when nice company. Comes, so. Well, thanks for having me and for being open-minded. Uh, listen, there's nothing... Again, if, if you're not open-minded, what's the point? So, thank you for coming in. Have a Love great it. weekend. Have, Have fun in Lyle. Have a great weekend. Yes, everybody, come out and see me in Lyle. VeggieFest.com. All right.